Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. This is your host, Daron Donna Barber. We're so glad that you're joining us today. It's Tuesday, November the 14th, 2022. It's been a um, adventurous morning already. It's been a very busy weekend. It's been a very busy weekend. We ended it last night with just a um, just a fun time with some some of the kids and just trying to get some things in order and ready to jump back into the Word. Absolutely. We're looking at the fruit of the Spirit is what we're looking into, and right now we're looking into meekness in particular. Yeah, and I wanted to thank, we had some texts uh, after our uh, podcast yesterday, just saying how much, what an all-in-time word it was, and you know, we greatly appreciate that, you reaching out, and don't forget, you can go over to Empower Life Ministries uh, webpage and see the beautiful scripture that Lynn is so faithful to put on there. Thank you, Lynn Todd. And if you have not shared the podcast yet, we sure would appreciate if you could do that and leave us a rating. Uh, it helps us to grow the audience, and we really feel like that we're uh, trying to bring a good word of relevance and a, a word of encouragement and just helping to, to grow the body of Christ. Yeah, the main thing, if we can stare you just to look into some things and get you thinking about some things we feel like will be successful in what we're doing. And uh, some of the things in the fruit of the Spirit, I think sometimes when we teach on this, if we're not careful, we get very generic in yes. some of the things we bring yes. out. But, you know, we tried to let this thing spread out and look into, you know, just go in the long version, pretty much, of ways to look at some of these different characteristics, I guess, that, that would be of the fruit that's birthed out of love because, we teach that the fruit of the Spirit is love, and all these other eight that are mentioned with it, with like meekness, like we're looking at right now, is a characteristic of that love that manifests. And uh, well, I think meekness in itself, and you know, we we were talking about yesterday about the uh, the spirit of meekness being the spirit of gentleness, and you know, our society is not really portraying that a lot right now. You can watch the news in just you know, a very short amount of time. You can see where people are always contentious, and uh, there's just always seems to be uh, nobody looking to be gentle about how they're handling any type of situation. That's right. And, you know, we, we talked about in the last podcast about we were looking at Galatians chapter 6, 1 and 2, about a man being overtaken in a fault, that the spiritual ones would restore him in, in a spirit of meekness. And most most of the time, though, people, like we said yesterday, they're not looking to restore anybody in a fault. They're looking to share their dirty laundry. <laughs> well, you know, I made the comment on that in the last podcast that really what we got to see in this was really the heart of a father and what yes. Paul was bringing to this church in Galatia because, you know, he didn't pull any punches with them. He was he, he was the one that brought the gospel of the kingdom to them, Brought that word to them. Judaizers yeah, tried to jack up everything that he had been working with them and put mm-hmm. a spirit of confusion in them. And, you know, he basically... He came in as a heart of a father. He did. And he started ministering to them. So today I want to go a little further with that. And we're going to be in First Corinthians chapter 4, verses 14 through 21. And this is what Paul writes to the Corinthians. He said, I write not these things to shame you. But as my beloved sons, I warn you, for though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have you not many fathers. And man, I'm telling you, is that not the truth? That is so true. Yes. And we'll go more with that in a minute. But he goes on to say, for in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel or through the good news. 
Wherefore, I beg you, be you followers of me. For this cause have I sent you unto Timotheus, or sent unto you Timotheus, who is my beloved son, and faithful in the Lord, who shall bring you into remembrance of my ways, which be in Christ, as I teach everywhere in every church. Now some are puffed up as though I would not come to you, but I will come to you shortly, if the Lord will, and will know not the speech of them which are puffed up, but the power. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. What will ye? Shall I come unto you with a rod, or in love, and in the spirit of meekness? Mm-hmm. You know, that's the heart of a father. It is. And, and I, I was looking at, I, you know, this is a great um, statement that he's making, saying, you know, I'm coming to you as a father. And I looked at that one line there, and I know you're going to go back over some more of that, but that one line caught me. He said about coming to you as a father. In the Passion, it says, I am a true father to you, for I became your father when I gave you the gospel and brought you into union with Jesus. So this is what he's saying. Because of my relationship with the Lord, I can bring you I can bring you the gospel, the good news, that you can be in relationship with him too. And so he's he's establishing his his uh his authority to be their their spiritual father. Absolutely. Well it's already established. And to me, you know, the thing about it is the first part of that that you see the heart of a real father is he said I'm not writing these things to shame you. No, no, he's you, not trying to embarrass no, them. No, you don't no. do that with sons. He's bringing a word of warning to them, a word of correction for them. And obviously, you know, you can uh, see or infer from this in the very next verse, he says, uh, though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have you not many fathers. To me, the 10,000 instructors in Christ talks about all the people that won't tell you everything, kind of like Job's friends, you know. <laughs> They, well, they have all the answers. They had all They're the They're going to tell you everything, but they hadn't walked through all the stuff with you. Well, you might find this funny, but you know what it costs the 10,000 instructors in the Passion? What's that? You have lots of babysitters. That's right. <laughs> you have a lot of babysitters in Christ telling you what you're doing wrong. And, you know, we've heard before the word rebuke, mm-hmm. you know, and we, we've talked about that. We've ministered it so many times over the years. But that word rebuke actually means, and this is what he's doing here, it means to correct with love. That's right. So that's that means it's in that spirit of meekness, it's in that spirit of gentleness that he's bringing this word of correction to them. Well, that's that to me is how you really see the heart of a father, because the heart of a father is not looking to lord over you or to boss you around, but the heart of a father is going to tell you the truth. Yes. You know, and uh, all these 10,000 instructors that, that are there, you know, uh, they're just trying to have a voice, basically. Uh, well, they're trying to have power I, I re- that they don't have. I remember in the first book I wrote, Who Are the Mighty Men? I've got one chapter devoted to the young lions. And uh, this, the whole part of that that I bring out in it is the young lions love to hear their own voice. They like to hear that roar, don't That's they? That's right. <laughs> but see, they never can catch the prey. Because they're always so much wanting to hear themselves, they yeah. can never they can never put the enemy down and everything because they give themselves away by that loud 
voice that means nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of like the old statement goes. He says some some people are thought to be fools. Others open their mouths and leave no room. For, <laughs> <laughs> leave no doubt. <laughs> right, no room for doubt in it and everything. Well, but. I think he's ending this section here in First Corinthians when he talks about how would you prefer that I come to you? You want me to come to you with this rod of correction and all that, or to embrace you with love? And that comes from what they had been dealing with, with all the Pharisees and all the Sadducees and all the people that had come before him, that's how they had ministered. And here comes Paul in a spirit of meekness and love, and they don't know what to do with him. That's right. <laughs> and you know, this is the heart of a father because a father always empowers sons. And I'm going to say this, and then we're going to stop for today, but I want you to join us back tomorrow uh, for the next podcast, find out more about this. But what Paul does to deal with the situation, he said, he said, for this cause, everything going on, I have sent unto you Timothy, who's my beloved son, faithful in the Lord, who will bring you into remembrance of my ways, which be in Christ. Mm-hmm. And I want you to think about that for a minute, because Father is empowering Timothy to walk into this situation and speak to it. And, uh, There's a lot to be said about that. A lot more to be said. But we're out of time. (laughs) Join us back tomorrow, everybody. Everybody have a great day.